in this match. If it's a war, you can say whatever you want. I thought I was a cult. I didn't know what was going on. The Fed did. I think New York did. One of your executive vice presidents loves that company. It's the first ever finishing move that's exclusive to a promotion. Advantage. I don't even know how to start this. <laughs> well, just admit your defeat and go outside in 20 minutes. Admit my defeat to what? Well, what, they, what people don't know is we tried to record an argument that we... No, I tried to like have a debate with you, and you refused to start until I pressed record. Then I So I pressed record, and we had 10 minutes of just yelling at each other about two, two completely different things. Yes, we were, we were responding to a tweet that uh, we might, may or may not bring up later. No, we will not. There's no reason to. We don't... Um, and we have a, quite the spat. I don't, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> it was ridiculous, but yesterday was the Royal Rumble. And or two days ago. Two days ago was the Royal Rumble, kayfabe. And uh, a much-needed surprise on a, just a very awful day. Yeah, that's... That's certainly for sure. The news broke that Kobe Bryant had died in a helicopter crash earlier, about 1 or 2 o'clock, if I'm correct, right? Along with eight other people. Around, not, along with eight other not, people, yeah, yeah, not, not just... not, including his oldest daughter, Gigi. And uh, as two basketball fans, we were crushed. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like we're Lakers fans. You're a Celtics fan, I'm a Sixers fan. There's probably no two more anti-Lakers fan bases than this, those two. But Kobe was He's very important to... No, not even that. Yeah, he was, absolutely, but... He was so important to the Lakers-Celtics rivalry. Like, I'm sure if, I don't want to even say this, but God forbid Paul Pierce passed away, I'm pretty sure Lakers fans would be more devastated than anyone besides Celtics fans. Well, I just think basketball... Because it's just so important That to could the, happen with basketball. There's only 15 guys on the team in basketball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get to know the stars. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, they're not going to say your friends or whatever, but you know them more than you know, you know, an offensive lineman or a safety. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I agree. And uh, so, just as two sports fans, especially just as and missing him as a player, as a personality, as a father, and now there's there's three little girls without a father and a, and a sister and, and and a wife without a daughter and a husband, and that's where that's what it all comes down to. So that brought it down. But we did get together with the entire Turnbuckles Topics crew, except West Coast Chris, and watched the Royal Rumble, and we will talk about that later. Anything else, Dad? Uh, I don't know. What? Well, well. Give us a little teaser. What were your overall thoughts of the Royal Rumble as an entire show? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think the Royal Rumble's back in a big way. Two out of the last, like, there wasn't, the last three years have been at least suitable. I mean, I don't think it ever went anywhere, but. No, but it's, well, it also helps that the talent roster right now is. Oh, yeah. Just insane. It's the best roster ever. It's the best wrestling roster ever put up together. And the people they have working backstage really, 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 really put their time into this. I thought it was great. Uh, there was some controversial moments in both of them. Yeah. Not not moments as in directions, but I have a couple takes, and I'm sure you do too. And uh, I don't know. I'm I don't know your take on the women's, but I we might agree, knowing the way you think. And the men's we'll discuss because we just had a stupid argument over it. No, but we both like the men's. I, yeah. I don't think there's gonna be an argument there. No, I mean the whole with... thing was over a tweet that you just took the wrong way. We will be going, we will go through everything, including Worlds Collide, including AEW and NXT, and we will do that right after 
you hear us talk about how great Anchor is. Before we bring you the war report, we want to bring you this pubic service announcement. After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever. This trimmer was just released, and we are here to confirm that the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 Manscaping Trimmer is now available for purchase, baby. So, if you use the Lawnmower 2.0, it'll be an easy transition for you because it's the same replacement blade with a new and improved skin safe technology. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. And one of the coolest new features is the LED light, which illuminates those grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet strut technology. And let us not forget about perhaps the coolest thing of all, the brand new charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand has a rapid charging dock powered by USB. So we've been talking about Manscaped for about four or five months now. Yeah. So tell me what you think. I have, I love it so much. I love the plow for my face. I love the ball wipes. I love the crop preserver. Everything they make is just quality. And you know what? They really, they really jumped into the game on a much needed market. Correct? Absolutely. But now, with the Lawnmower 3.0, it, I love the charging stand. And it, it is inherently better to the previous best uh, trimmer in the world, the Lawnmower 2.0. Yeah. And the charging stand looks great in my bathroom. And now, just in case of intruders or gargoyles, I sleep with the Lawnmower 2.0 underneath my pillow in case I need to use it as a club because it is just that sturdy. Or bears. Or bears, as we talked about last night. Yes. Um, so once you go to manscaped.com, you're going to enter promo code TURNBUCKLE to get 20% off and free shipping. Once again, that is code TURNBUCKLE for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. And as always, your balls will thank you. Absolutely. So without further ado, let's get right into the war report. As always, we will start... With A-E-Dub Dynamite. We do go alphabetically. We do. And A does become before either N or W, depending on how you want to look at it. So. I was going to say K comes after, but. <laughs> Jesus. So, All Elite Wrestling had a pre-tape show that was aboard the Rock and Wrestling Rager number two. Part de. Part de. Jericho, the, Jericho's fancy French person now. On the a Norwegian cruise liner. A beautiful, beautiful cruise line. I went on, I was on the ship bigger than that one uh, just last year, and they uh, have just wonderful service on Norwegian. Can't, can't uh, recommend it enough. So, the show kicked off with the, perhaps what I thought was the best match of the evening. It was Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page taking on SCU for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Um, I really enjoyed this match, but I think the real story of this is what you teased last week when we were talking about Buddy Buckets and Seth Rollins winning the Raw Tag Team Championship. You teased that this week you would have a comparison of sorts to the Hangman and Kenny deal. So, my friend, the floor is yours. Well, luckily I get to, make, I get to disrupt everybody because, in my opinion, everybody's wrong on it. I don't think you compare one to the other because they're not the same thing. One is... Not significantly, but I think not as impressive as the other one, and we'll get into that. 
But my only problem this match, five minutes too long, as they say about all of their matches. I think that's a little bit of a nitpick. I do this agree. Is not, this, is not, yeah. this is not the most egregious. Yeah, I do agree. I do agree. Some of their matches of some of their matches do go way too long. But I don't think this is one of them. I really, really enjoyed this match. No, it was very good. I mean, look at the quality of the people involved. Fair it's enough. Just, but go ahead. Let's, let's, let's not distract from the real right. deal here. This is, your, this so, is your moment. Two nights before, I don't know when they taped this. I think it was earlier Wednesday. I think they taped it Tuesday night. Tuesday night? Yeah, they taped it Tuesday night. I and uh, so either way, this was after Raw. Yes. yes. So on the, the main event on Raw, uh, Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy of the new Seth Colt. <laughs> the faction uh, yet to be named. Yes, the, uh, the, the faction that, faction's name that Gravity forgot. And... Uh, they won the tag team championships from the Viking Raiders, who had a very impressive run. Not taking away from them. I think we could debate that, but that's not the, the point of this. Uh, they'll be okay. No, no, they, absolutely. They'll, they, they'll be okay. And, I agree uh, with that. I agree with that 100%. And so that's two solo stars, quote unquote. And then this happens. Now I'm going to come at you like a prosecutor here. Are you okay with this? Uh, I've been through worse probably. Right. So if you look at this in the Ross form of it, it's four solo. So that Rost for him. I did. Wasn't on purpose, but I'll take it. Cool. And uh, it's four solo stars getting paired together, two different teams, and winning title belts, right? And people would argue with that, but yes, uh, I'm with yes. you. And those people get theirs. Oh, well, they fucking get theirs. Okay, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, uh, you made a point in a previous episode, we'll call it, <laughs> that uh, Omega and Hangman have been. Teaming for years now. Yes, the, the, the AW the AW people who for some reason want to make an argument out of this say that well Kenny and Hangman have been teaming in eight mans in Japan for years. I wish someone was there and they said it in front of me. Because you know what you know what Oni Lurkin just slaps people. Yes, that's what I was talking. You want to throw him up? Yeah, I, I will throw him up for that argument. Okay, but uh, nothing in Japan or fucking YouTube, should matter in building this wrestling show. They have a weekly show, build it there. Problem number one. And pretty soon they'll have two weekly shows. Bad idea. Bad fucking idea. But that's another... But that's a whole different... That's a whole thing, yeah. That's a whole other deal. They're, they haven't figured out their menu yet, and they're opening another restaurant. But they, have, but they have loyal customers. But they, they have loyal customers. They, on the menu, they have loyal customers. It. They have loyal customers and a drunk head chef. I love they had to sneak in the Jericho shot. Uh, more on also, him. also, more on him to come. also, not not on purpose, but it works out. Oh, that's not even who you're talking about. Oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, continue. Let's it, get tag it was, titles. It was a double entendre. Tag titles. And, back on back uh, on point. Back on point. So, as I said, nothing should matter before AEW. In the end, it doesn't even matter. R.I.P. Chester. But. Uh, so you can agree with that, right? Yeah. yeah are, you, are you with me there? Nothing, with on, nothing on YouTube or Japan should matter into building matches on this show. You can bring up history. I think NXT does it well when they sign independent guys. But I don't think you can rely on that to build your storyline. I'm with you. Number I'm one. with you. So we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to in chronological order here first. Okay. What has WWE told you about Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy? Start with Buddy because Seth's going to be taking a little... A okay, little so what they've told me about Buddy is... Whenever he faces a top guy or Aleister Black, because I don't think he's quite a top guy yet, but he's getting there, 
Um, I mean, he did beat Daniel Bryan, but for the most part, he always puts on impressive showings, but he can never get the job done. Right? Yes. He's a great potential. Yes. And what has they told you about Seth, his entire run, not just the weird cult leader? Besides being a wacky cult leader, he's pretty much been positioned as a top guy and the leader of the company. And arguably be the best wrestler in the company for the last five or six years now, right? I would. You wouldn't say it'd it was. Be val- it'd be a valid. It would be a valid argument. Yeah. Don't know if I'd agree, but it'd be a valid say, argument. I would probably won't agree either. But it's not can, an egregious. You can make the argument. You can make the argument. Yes. So there's one guy climbing the ropes or climbing the ranks, ropes, and uh, one established top superstar guy, possibly can be the best wrestler in the world. Yes. If he, if he wants to be. Yes. And what has AEW and strictly AEW? Told you about Kenny and Hangman. They're losers. Right. So, I do not believe that these can be compared against each other because this, in the grand scheme of things, the storyline, and we talked about how ridiculous wrestling was earlier, makes less sense than that. Just to be clear, do you have a problem with either of these? I do not. Okay. I, I, I okay. don't. I understand. I think it's important that we clear that up. Yeah, no, I am not shitting on this. Okay. I, would, I wouldn't have done it, but I don't run a wrestling company. Your, your deal is strictly the fans who are saying one is good and the other is shit. Yes, because okay. they're both wrong. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad we could. Because they're not the same thing. Okay. They're not, they're not horizontal. Okay. Okay, so Royal Rumble and... Okay, we're not, <laughs> let's not do this again, for God's sakes. I mean, you love that word horizontal today. I do, but no, I just... I, they're not comparable. Yeah. Although they're similar, they're similar to the eye. They are perpendicular. Yes, they, they intersect. All right, Miss Galachi, calm down. But uh, they are they intersect. They're not the same thing. Now they're Seth. They're and, in parallel. They'll never touch. Yes, yes. There you go. I think you were trying to use parallel the whole time, but you kept saying horizontal. I might. I might have. I think cause horizontal just means you're sideways. Parallel means I'll never I mean, touch. I mean, here's this and here's this. That's yeah, what but, I mean by horizontal. But you could be sideways and still touch. Like, parallel will never touch. Like, parallel park. Can't touch the curb. I usually do anyway, though. Yeah. That's hilarious, actually. But, uh, Hangman and Hangman, they got rocketed up the card, which I don't agree. They didn't do much. They just won, if that makes any sense. I mean, they've... It's just, they've it's, been a team for like a month and they haven't yeah, lost. It's so just a far there more... There was a little bit of a build It's up. a far more random team winning than Buddy and Seth. I don't agree with that. All right, give me the rebuttal. They've been teaming for a month and they haven't lost. Well, actually, been teaming for six years. Well, I'm not going to be that guy. But no, you're you're right. They just built it, and that's fine. Yeah, but I just don't think these two, although they may appear the same uh, to the eyes, they're not the same thing. So no, I don't think either, I don't think they're the same thing either. You know what I'm saying? The one is strictly storytelling, storytelling standpoint and asserting dominance. This will be the build to them. They have to build them good to get them back to where they need to be. They yeah. can't rely on audience-perceived history of Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. They have to start building them there. And I understand you want to get other guys over, but it's time for these two to take their rightful place back on top of the card. In AEW's defense, and I'm just going to come to their defense for the sake of being devil's advocate, I don't think that they are trying to do the whole history in Japan. I think that's more the fans. Yeah, I don't but, think that's what AEW is. But they're not doing anything to they're say not, it's, they're not doing anything to say it's an independent storyline here. But I mean But no, that's I, I actually can't agree with you that. Okay, that's they're fine. they're they're relying on fans perceptions. They are. No, and, I agree. And and knowledge. They're relying on it, but they're not outright saying like these guys teamed in Japan for but 25 years. You're complicit they're complicit in Yeah, it I happening. I can I can agree with that. I'm not saying they're like, "Oh, these they're not continuing a storyline from Japan. I can agree with but that. But they're, yeah. not, they're not creating new storylines for them. Other than Hangman being a. I was going to say, like, Hangman's but, a. He's a. What's the word I'm looking for? Introverted alcoholic now. Yes. 
which, ugh. but you have now you have to build these guys possibly. You got to get serious about them. I think they're going. To, I think it's going to lead to. Yeah, I no, think it's going to lead to one of them turning. And I hope it does. I because pretty, pretty as much as as much as I've criticized this company and the, the people involved, those two belong on the top of the card. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. And that show, and that's why. Never mind. That's the whole different. Kenny argument. was the most hyped wrestler in the world when he signed. Yeah, and now he's a no name. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, from where he was. I mean, he's definitely like he's definitely lost some shimmer. Three months ago, he was non-existent. Yeah, fair enough. I he, mean, he did make him at their last pay per view. I know he had this argument yeah, last week. Yeah, but he did. It's he, not like he's no of recent. No, he's but he's got to take a spot. I agree. No, I take, agree with that. Take a spot, I agree. So. I agree with that. And if this is the way to get there, fine. And if Seth and Buddy use those titles and drop them to a legitimate tag team, a la the Grizzled Young Vets or the Street Profits, that works too. So, what do you say to the people who are pissed? That once again, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. No, this is what I like. What, what do you What do you say to the people that are pissed who say, oh, "There's already a tag team in the stable, AOP." Well, why are Why are Seth and Buddy the tag champs? You got AOP right there. Because people like immediate gratification and don't like letting storylines play out. Which I, I think is what I said last week. Yeah. Okay. As 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 we'll see, as we'll see. I when completely we talk forgot about we actually had this discussion. Last yes, week. we just we didn't did. go into specifics. Yes. Okay. Uh, we, well, we you were right, and I agree with you 100. Okay. percent And I will okay. bring that. I'll bring that problem with the fans up. Later when we talk about one of the matches on the show. Oh, boy. All right. And you know which one. I know. I know it's coming. And oh, I'm going to go nuts for the later, so stay tuned. All right. So moving on. Up next was Chris Jericho. And say what you want about the guy, but all those fucking people on the cruise singing Judas. Like, it even was after, awesome. It was great. It was fantastic. I got to say, um, it probably wasn't AEW's best idea to have Pyro on the show and it was so windy because Jungle Boy took some fucking sparks to the right to the face. And that's no, that's no win. Yeah, you, you're moving across the ocean. Like, I know, like, uh, this Twitter, there's this Twitter account dedicated, not, not Botchamania, that's, that, I don't want people to think I'm talking about that. There's this other Twitter account that's dedicated to, um, like, putting botches on Twitter, and they put the video of Jungle Boy getting fucking sparks to the face, and a lot of AEW fans are like, well, it was windy on a boat, like, you, that's not a botch, you can't control the wind, but you know what you can do? Every can- single cruise ship in history has been windy. Not, you not, are moving in the middle of the fucking ocean. Well, I think it was docked while the show was going on, but still. It was docked. Didn't they take off Tuesday? Yeah, but I think, I don't, I, no, no, I think it started Sunday. I think it was Sunday to Thursday? Maybe? I don't know. All right, well, I don't whatever. know. It's, it's irrelevant. I'm assuming it was docked, but you're still it in the ocean. But what I'm saying is, you're right. You can't control wind on a cruise ship. You know what you could do? Not have pyro for a show? Like, is it that? There's their second pyro watch. Is like, and granted, it's I don't I don't know if I'd call it a botch per se. I just think it's a bad, poor idea. It's bad judgment to try to have pyro in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, it's just another problem with their production. Um, but Jericho and the fan singing Fozzie was awesome. It was. It was indeed. Um, what'd you think of the uh, Jurassic Express versus PMP and Jericho? I'm starting to get over Marco. Don't want to see him there, but I did. I'm I'm exhausting myself hating him so. I'm I, I'm not even gonna worry about it anymore. He's never gonna do anything of note. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't necessarily mind. I don't him like being I there. don't like him. I don't like very good wrestlers selling his DDTs and shit. But that's just gonna happen. I have to live with it. But I'm a big fan of the other two members of the Jurassic Express. Uh, I hope they go after Kenny and, and Hangman. Yeah. What do you think about the booking of the Jurassic Express so far? It's schizophrenic. It's, it's just, I think that's the booking for a lot of people in this company. Yeah, it's just it's so weird. You had Jungle Boy look like a million dollars for three weeks. Yeah. And then just disappear. The Jericho match was awesome, and I feel like they haven't capitalized no, I, on it. No, is this even the last... Was he even on the show since then? 
Probably, but I don't remember it. Yeah, like so it's, it's not that's, what, that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't remember it either. I'm I mean, I'm sure, sure he was there. I'm but, sure he was on the show. Yeah, I think he wrestled maybe Ortiz or something one week. But yeah, I but but still, uh, they have something there. And then when when they if they pull the trigger in the right place, they can do a lot of things with him. I'm a big big Jungle Boy fan. And Luchasaurus is a goddamn maniac. Yeah, as always, Luchasaurus was the highlight of the six-man tag. I thought it was a fine match. I, it was you fine. Know, it was a good TV it was a match. It was better than they've been putting out. So, up next... Douchebag Hager involved, though. So, up next was the Cody and MJF stuff. Um, typical MJF being a good heel. Cody doing Cody things. Like I'm not going to recite their promos word for word. You could just go watch it. Yeah. Um, I will say, the Young Bucks came out and threw MJF in the pool... And anytime anyone ends up in a pool in a wrestling show, it's an automatic two thumbs up. Yes. That's my take on it. And, you and that, Except for Kevin Nash when he was the, the Cannonball champion. That was awesome. Ago. That was incredible, and I will not let you tell me otherwise. But, you know, it's a usual thing. Uh, I'm, I think I might have uh, made this feud a little too long in between shows because I don't want it to get stale because I'm really looking forward to the match. So up next was the uh, Britt Baker deal. Um I know I didn't. They're trying. They're trying. They're trying. I don't think it was awful, but I don't think it was great. Um, no, you're right. It wasn't abysmal. It gave us that awesome Tony Schiavone gif of him going, "What the fuck?" When uh, Britt Baker was just cutting him down about working at Starbucks and being a shitty barista, which is true, by the way. I'm not. I don't know if he's a shitty barista, but once he retired, he did work at Starbucks. He worked at Starbucks. Yeah, no, that was a shoot. That was a shoot. He worked at Starbucks. He got bored, so he's like, I'm going to go get a job at Starbucks. Imagine ordering a Frappuccino, and Scavone gives it to you. Yeah, that was 100% a shoot. He worked, he worked at Starbucks. Yeah. But he does Georgia, he does Georgia games now, too. Yeah, but that's like once, once a week during yeah. football season. You know what I mean? And I think he has oh, baseball, too. baseball. I didn't know he did football. He does football and baseball, does I believe. Yeah. He's got a good voice. I like Tony a lot. He does. He's, he's, at, he's at least trying in all of this. Yeah, yeah. Um... But they, I think they made it right. Jim decision. Ross did shit on the promo before cutting to commercial, so I guess he Jim was. Ross was not happy this whole trip. Well, you cannot, you cannot take. He couldn't wear his trademark cowboy hat because it's too windy, so I already put him in a bad mood. He got stuck in the Bahamas. Oh, he was pissed. He was pissed. He couldn't watch the show Wednesday night. He started. He's, yeah, but he also he also got stuck in customs there. Oh, that's poor Jr. And uh, he didn't like Conrad saying sassafras. Oh, he did not. So what is this sassafras shit anyway? He's he took my fucking refrigerator. But uh, no, this wasn't this wasn't an abomination as some of their stuff in that division have been. Yeah, they're trying, they're trying. They don't have the star power. That is my next moment. That's that's my poem. That's my moment. So up next, uh, Joey Janela, Ray Phoenix. Um, I'm trying to say I'm trying to figure out how to say this out bearing anybody because I like Joey Janela, but Phoenix is one of the best wrestlers in the world. He should not be doing the job to Joey Janela. No, and Joey Janela shouldn't be winning any matches. Um, I mean, I don't mind Joey Janela being a good mid-card guy. No, I don't either. But, but he shouldn't be he shouldn't be beating Phoenix. Like Phoenix, I don't know I don't know how much of like Phoenix's single stuff you've seen. No, I have. I but he's a lot. legitimately one of the best in the world. And like this is the same guy who's having these killer matches with Kenny Omega and AAA over their world title, and they're both in this company. How did this happen again? I forget. Was he supposed to wrestle? Was he supposed to wrestle MJF? I don't remember now. I don't know. I think he wrestled MJF. Maybe the. Oh, you know what it was? The Phoenix match was the fucking YouTube exclusive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He did wrestle. MJF. I was gonna say you're confusing me. Like I watched the show. Yeah. Well, he he was fed to MJF like 
quickly. Yes. Yeah, MJF beat his ass. Yes, I'm sorry. I didn't want that going on. I was, just, I was confused. No, yeah, MJF beat his ass. Yeah. Which makes this even more perplexing. Why the fuck did he beat Phoenix then? Because, like I said, they don't. Drunk head chef. Wait, why did he beat Phoenix? I'm even more angry about this than I was before. Yeah, MJF beat his ass in the game. In they like play to the fans. Eight minutes. They play to the fans. He got they distracted play. by his form. They play to the fans. They play to the fans. This is why yeah. this will never work until they stop doing it. Yeah, Penelope Ford came out, and he got distracted, and MJF beat him. Yes. That's what happened. Yes, MJF has been phenomenal, as usual. So then finally, Pac cuts a promo talking about being mistreated in WWE, and then he loses to one night John Moxley. So good job, Pac. Great, great, great decision. God, does he not interest me. And you know what? I think we talked about this last week. I was we did a little bit. I was super excited to see like the quote unquote unleashed pack, and like and he's more tame than he was when he was fucking Adrian Neville. He's still a great worker, but no, like he, he is. just it just I don't know. It doesn't. Great doesn't, workers don't get paid or win championships, but it doesn't do anything for no, me. It, me neither. And Mox is good. Mox is great. Mox pulls as much as he can. Mox, out of him. Mox is one of the highlights of this company. Um, I just like. And the promo pack cut was great. It was a great promo. Yeah, but it's not. But then he loses to a one-eyed John Moxley. And but it's like it's missed. His promos are missing something. I'm not saying they're bad, but they're just, they're missing some. Oomph for, I'm, they don't they don't interest me. You know what? I really liked this show, and then I started reviewing it, and now I don't like it as much. That's the whole company. I just I I was so positive about this show, and then I started looking at what happened, and I'm like, this show wasn't as good as I thought it was. No, it was. The spectacle. I guess hindsight's always 20. I mean, I enjoyed it watching a lot. Maybe because it was on a boat. It was. Any wrestling on a boat is better wrestling. Yes. All right, so shall we get to NXT? Yes, we shall. So we opened with a great tag team bout. Um, the Grizzled Young Veterans and the Undisputed Era. This was a really good tag match with two of probably the better tag teams in the world. Probably probably both Big. top... I mean, I think Undisputed Era is top five-ish and Grizzled Young Vets as a probably... tag As a tag team, though? Just specifically the tag team or as a whole? Just as a tag team. Just as a tag yeah. team? So Red Dragon? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Because that, that who, that's who was a tag team, right? Yeah, it was, it was Fish it, and O'Reilly. It was Fish and O'Reilly. Which is weird because I like, I like O'Reilly and Strong better as a tag team than I do O'Reilly I do and too. Fish. O'Reilly and Strong, oh. their run was so fun. For my personal opinion, Kyle O'Reilly is the most underrated wrestler in the world. You can make the argument. He you is could, phenomenal. You could definitely make the argument. Um, and I'm a huge fan more and more every day of, of the Grizzled Young Vets. Yeah. Uh, this was a very fun match. And then the ending came when Imperium distracted the Undisputed Era. And the Grizzled Young Veterans won. So now they go to the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Very well done. They did the uh, undisputed area did not need to be in those finals. No, they're they're already especially when you learn the winner is getting a tag title shot. It would make sense for the tag champs to be in the finals. Yes. So, yeah, I was perfectly fine with the Grizzly Young Vets going over, and we'll talk about the other team that is in the finals in just a little bit. So you want to talk about complete opposite ends of the spectrum? Let's talk about the NXT Women's Division. Um, I thought the NXT women's match, which was on directly against the AEW women's match, was a much better match. Uh, I, yeah, like, what can you say? NXT probably is the best it, division, women's division in the world. It comes down... They might, that division might be the best wrestling division in the world. Yeah, you could make that... Once again, you could certainly make the argument. It comes down to the argument. 
It's very simple. A tale as old as time. Yeah. Better wrestlers, and people who know how to book those better wrestlers will put on a better wrestling show than anybody else. Yeah. And because their wrestlers are phenomenal, and that is, that in my opinion is the biggest trouble with NXT or with the AEW's women's division. They don't. They don't have the wrestlers. Yeah. Awesome Kong's forty, a hundred years old, and she's cutting hair. Britt Baker's a project. Britt Baker is green and does not. And she, they're trying. They're trying yeah, with her. She's. I think she's gonna be good. She eventually. will, but she's not right now. No, she's not there yet. They could have used Mercedes. They definitely could have used Mercedes. That that veteran would have held would have been the glue. I just don't think anybody's teaching. And they're also they're also booking the book, the book. I get the fucking title off Riho. They kill Nyla Rose whenever they want to. Yeah, that's they that's have to a shame. They have to change the booking of this because they don't have they don't have the proper ingredients to make that work. And like I said, drunk chef. Up next, we got the Prince Finn Balor taking on Joaquin Wild. Um, one one thing. Yeah. I love Tony Storm's snap German suplex. Oh yeah, Tony Storm. Tony Storm's great. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that a little later as well. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel bad watching Joaquin Wilde get squashed, but the Prince needed to get a big win before Worlds Collide. And Personal friend of the show. Yes. Joaquin Wilde. Yes. Um, great DJ as well. Great DJ. Yes. He was very upset they wouldn't let him play rap. He was. At the Bullet Club Park yes, party. Can't, can't play anything with curses in a brother. I was going to say good luck to him. He must, have, he must have had people come up to him and annoy the fuck out of him before that. Yeah. Because I was saying, hey, just saw you last night. Good luck. Yeah. That's going to be great, by the way. And, uh, uh, yes, I mean, what's he going to do? He's going to choose a jobber right now. They all can't hit. I mean, it's someone, someone to do the job to Balor. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is. But the thing is, though, when they have that many good wrestlers, you're going to have that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, some wrestlers, like, it wasn't Swerve that came out and did it. Yeah. They obviously have a lot of plans for Swerve right now. As we'll talk about him later on, too. Yes. So up next, Shotzi Blackheart against Shayna Baszler. Um, they gave Blackheart a decent amount of offense, and she hung in there for a Someone while. Someone there likes her. I, Someone I there like likes her. her. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you know what a, I mean. She got a spot in the Rumble, too. Yeah. So you, um, Someone there likes her. Yeah. She's had, a good, she's had a good first month there. She eliminated Baszler in the Battle Royal. She had a competitive match with Baszler, and then she was in the Women's Rumble. So. That's how you build something. Good, good first month for Shotzi Blackheart. Take, and, take notes. Take notes on her, on her and Rhea Ripley and how to build a star. Yeah. So... I mean, it wasn't much of a match, but Shotzi got some offense in, and then eventually the Carafuda clutch was too much, and Shayna Baszler got the dub. You know what? Want to hear me sound like an idiot more than I usually do? Sure. I thought her move was a Carafuda clutch. I think it's Carafuda. It's Carafuda. Yeah. So that's me being an idiot, per usual. The listeners know that so far. So up next, the Broserweights against Imperium. Tony's the, new favorite tag team. I love the Broserweights. Um, I love how... Look at this picture they used. It's a fantastic picture. I love that Pete Dunn, just being Pete Dunn, like just says weed references and doesn't even realize it, and Riddle's just in the background losing his mind. I love it so much. He made the ultimate one at, at uh, Worlds Collide. Yeah, he said he's going to be blunt, and then he said that Matt Riddle's going to smoke you. <laughs> I've never seen anybody happier uh, Matt than Riddle, Matt Riddle when he's Matt Riddle is so happy. I love Matt Riddle. Um, so the Broster Rates got the win over Imperium, clean as a whistle, no undisputed era involvement. Um... Then, of course, we had the post-match promo, and Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne said many weed references, and the Grizzly Young veterans got more disgusted after each weed reference, and it was just fantastic. Um, 
I love the Broserweights, and I hope they win this tournament, and I would not be mad if they won the tag titles. I would not either. If you're, if you're going to take it off undisputed, make it a popular team. So the main event of the evening. Keith Lee against Roderick Strong for the NXT North American Championship. Um, what was your take on this? I know you're a big Keith Lee guy, as we all are. Absolutely adored it. Yeah. Did you think that Keith Lee sold a little too much? Because I know some people had that had that. It's nitpicky, but I can see it, it didn't bother me as much. Yeah. But I can see it was why very. It, it was very like old but school. It, it was. He was. He was selling for a champion. And it was. It was good because they softened him up last week. Obviously, they fucked up his ankle. Then they worked the ankle the whole match, and then at the end, Keith Lee had a very simple comeback and overcame the odds, and we got a fucking babyface champion. And. As you can tell, as we'll talk about him later, the plans this company must have for this must have for this man. Yeah, and I know I've said it. I know I've said it like pretty much almost on a weekly basis since these quote unquote Wednesday Night War has started. Has anyone benefited more from NXT going to two hours than Keith Lee? Keith Lee, no. He wasn't even on TV. Even even Dijak, like even but no, Keith Lee's phenomenal. I'd say Dijakovic, um, Damian Priest. And Keith Lee were the big three beneficiaries of NXT moving to two hours. Because Keith Lee, he was there since the middle of 2018. This guy wasn't even getting on TV. NXT moves to two hours. He gets the match with Dijakovic. They kill it again. Vince sees this man. Vince gla- Vince <laughs> uh, feasts his eyes, even though I know that's Dijakovic's thing. But he feasts his eyes and basks in Keith Lee's glory. And, and books them against the company's top guy, one-on-one has, Survivor has Series. It a great showing at Survivor Series. Now he's a North American champion. He got a Rumble spot, which we'll talk about later. And, man, Keith, Lee is, Keith Lee is on the upswing, and good for him. He's, no, he's nothing, great. Nothing but up. He's great. From what I heard, he's a phenomenal guy. He deserves everything he does. He did, gets. You, did you see what his Twitter name is? No. Like he, His Twitter name is always some sort of pun on the word Lee. Oh, and, yes. I did see it recently. And right now it is, it is as, as we record this, it is... Unfortunately, number 13 says number in the Rumble, and he got eliminated rather quickly. He's a cool guy. Yeah. I'm, he has some great things. Roddy had a good run. I don't understand why they did this now, but I don't care. I mean... But you, you can't have him lose his first. Yeah, you couldn't have him... No, I'm not, I'm not saying lose. It's just weird that they had the match. But unless they have this all laid out, because I'm let, let things play out, guy. I think, I think we're going to start to see the Undisputed Era implode very soon. That's my... That's my prediction. I think Adam Cole drops the title to Ciampa in three weeks. Is this the first? Is this, this the, the first, first domino? This is the first domino. Then they lost to Imperium, which we'll get to, and I think they're going to lose the tag. I think. I think we're starting. I don't know if they'll necessarily break up, but I think their run on top unless is, Cole beats them and the other everybody else loses. That's possible too. Or Cole's Cole's the only one that wins, and they all turn on Cole. Like there's things you could do. So, like you said, let's see how it plays out. And it's you know what it's time. I mean, as much as I would love to see them forever, yeah, it's time. I, I don't, I don't know if they should break up, but I know Cole will be fine no matter what. But the other three, I worry about. Well, Roddy's old. Bobby Fish is older. Yeah, but Bobby Fish is a tag team. That's true, but you know what I'm saying? Like they can at least come on and put on a good show on Monday and Tuesday nights. Where's Roddy gonna fit? Well, I don't think they're. See, like, I don't know what's going on because people don't get quote unquote called up anymore. So no. they might be NXT lifers, which should be fine. Should, yeah, that's fine. Well. Luckily, NXT's making enough money that they you can make a good living doing being an NXT lifer. Yeah. So that's good enough for me. I mean, Gargano and Ciampa both said they're lifers, which is, you know. That's fine. Yeah, good for them. There's they, nothing wrong with that. They, they built that fucking company. 
and I think I think sooner rather than later, NXT will be a part of WrestleMania, so they could still get their quote unquote WrestleMania moment while being on NXT. So, I don't think staying in NXT is a bad thing at all. So it's time to pick a winner. Who are you giving the nod to in Week Fifteen? The original sign that that guy painted over. Given in the NXT, per usual, top to bottom, it's always a better show. I'm sorry. I really came into this thinking that I was going to pick AEW as the winner because I really enjoyed this show when I watched it. But now, like, reviewing it and, like, thinking about some of the decisions they made and some of the stuff they put on, I'm like, NXT was just a better show. Maybe it's because I watched AEW live and I watched NXT later. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed AEW, but I'm reviewing it and I'm like, what is this company doing? That's that's pretty much what it's been for for three months now. But I don't think AEW is a bad show. No, by any means, it wasn't wasn't the shit they wasn't the worst shit they put out. No, but yeah, I think I gotta give this one an NXT. So, who's your MVP of the night? So MVP for AEW has to be Omega and Hangman. I really enjoyed that match. Mine strictly Hangman just for getting for getting surfed out of the fucking that was down awesome. the aisle with the beard. Yeah, 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 that was awesome. Um, NXT MVP. That's, I mean, it's got to be Keith Lee, right? Got to be Keith Lee. But like I said, is I have nothing against AEW. People, the people uh, get out for me at Twitter for thinking NXT is a better show because I think NXT is a better show. Yeah, that's your opinion. Top, top to bottom, left to right, parallel, perpendicular, anything you want to fucking talk about, I think it's the, the best wrestling show on the planet heads start to finish in the world. And if NXT is not your thing and you like yeah. AEW, that's perfectly fine. This, this is our podcast. Yeah. We, we, we can rate whatever we want. <laughs> God, goddamn right. Um, but yeah, like everyone, this is just our take. Everyone's going to have their own take. So, you know, if you don't agree, that's fine. But I have not, to go Keith Lee overall too, just for winning the North American Championship. Yeah. And if you want a championship of your own, go to ProAmBelts.com. Tell them, Tony. Uh, yeah, ProAmBelts.com is the place to go, and you're going to use code TBT15 off to save 15% off your order. Um, ProAmBelts will make a custom belt for whatever the occasion is. Uh, if, you're, if your team's in the Super Bowl and they win, and you want a custom belt commemorating them as Super Bowl champions... The big they, game, Tony. Yeah, I don't think the NFL's going to sue us. And yeah, Goodell likes to sue people, so... Uh, if we actually get a cease and desist from the NFL, I would honestly laugh my ass off. I'd be happy. I'd, yeah, I'd frame it. That'd be funny as shit. But yes, the big game, because they're not allowed to say that other word. Um, if your team wins the professional football championship. The superb owl. Yes, the, uh, the championship game in February. If your team wins that and you want a custom belt to commemorate it, Pro and Belts is the place to go. Um, the turnaround time is unbelievably quick. We say it all the time. They made the belt for our network. Got here faster than you could say. Lickety split. And they will hook you up. So once again, go to proembelts.com. Use promo code TBT15OFF to save 15% off your custom belt order. And I don't know what you're waiting for. Go there right now. Worlds Collide took place on Saturday, January 25th of the year 2020 in the city of Houston, Texas at the Toyota Center. Um, Six matches in the show. All consisting of NXT versus NXT. Are you okay? Have to say... They're two for two. Yeah. With Worlds Collide. Well, technically three for three. They had three. They had the one Rumble weekend last year. They had the one Mania weekend last year. And they had this one. Okay, you're right. But. So, shall we start on the pre-show? We shall. NXT, represented by Mia Yim, took on Kaylee Ray, representing NXT UK. 
went nine minutes and 11 seconds, and Kaylee Ray got the win. Your thoughts? It was a match. She deserved the win. She won. Um, a lot of people shit on Mia Yim, but I, th- Solid. I think Mia Yim's biggest problem is that she's in a division with Rhea Ripley, uh, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, like those those people. Yeah, just, she's all, not. She's good. She just. She's not that. They good. all overshadow her. Yeah, hopefully she can build up a little bit. I like her. She gained my respect a lot in that ladder match. And I think Kaylee Ray is a really good heel that doesn't get enough credit. Not enough people are talking about her. But yeah, the 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 overwhelming theme of this show was besides Mustache Mountain and I won't even say Imperium Walter. Nobody seemed like nobody even knew the UK guys. Yeah, I don't know. Like as we'll get to in, a, in, in our next match, Finn Balor taking on Ilya Dragunov. They were radio silent when Dragunov came out. Yep, and I love his entrance. He's, I love him. He's I, fantastic. He is. He's my bold statement alert. We have to get some kind of siren to to do that. I'll talk to our graphics department. I think he's the best facials in wrestling. Yeah, you, you you were telling me this. I think he's the best facials in wrestling, and they're cartoonish because he's a cartoon. He is every he might as well come out with a juggling bear in a unicycle. He is as Russian as they fucking come. <laughs> a juggling bear in a unicycle. This this dude is phenomenal. Yeah, I I you can make the argument. I don't think I would agree, but I definitely see your argument. Um, he's also tremendous. What I think we will both agree on, though, is I fucking love this match. Oh, I, I call this match being great the minute I saw it. I texted you, I want to say, the night the night it got a thing. I'm like, a, a demon versus dragon dragon at uh, Worlds Collide. And you're like, oh, let's fucking go. Yeah. Because um, you just have, you have the veteran in Balor. And he's no spring chicken himself, Dragonoff. He's been wrestling for almost 10 years yeah, now. Yeah, he's been, but yeah. You could he tell, around the block. You could tell Finn Finn led the match, and I thought Dragunov shined as he usually does. He yeah. shined. He he shined in losses better than than some other people that that have bigger statuses than him do. I, I this is completely has nothing to do with the match, but I love Finn's new heel entrance and like when he puts the hands up, all the lights go out. I fucking love that's so cool. reverse. Yeah, yeah. The white the lights usually turn white. Now they just go out. It's great. Um... Yeah, this match was great. Balor's nose was busted. Um, and he won with a coup de grace followed by a 19-16. 13 minutes, 10 seconds. Really good opener. I recommend you go and watch it. Actually, go watch this whole show. This whole show was great. Yeah, I'm going to do some watching when you leave in between now and Raw. Yeah. I'm going to watch both Rumble matches because we couldn't hear last night. Yeah, that's true. If I want to go back and... I want to go... I mean, I, I saw the video on YouTube, but I want to experience the pop in all its glory when yeah. Edge came out. Spoiler alert, if we haven't got to our Rumble review yet, but Edge came back. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you're, everyone, not, you're not listening. I know, I know. You're, if, you're, if, if you're listening to this and didn't watch Rumble, it's your fucking fault. Or didn't go on Twitter or didn't yeah. go anywhere because this news was... If we're breaking, if we're breaking that news yeah. to you, but I'm sorry, and it's your fault. Yeah. Um, up next, a fatal four-way match for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. I gotta give you credit. You called this. I did not see this one coming. I thought he was only in there specifically to win. It went 12 minutes and 5 seconds. Uh, Angel Garza defended against Isaiah Swerve Scott from NXT, Travis Banks from NXT UK, and the Irish ace himself, Jordan Devlin from NXT UK. This is another match. This match was crazy. Um, this was a PWG match. All four of these guys are great. Angel Garza is super over. Yeah, he is, surprisingly. Yeah. Of, all, of, 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 the, of the member of that family, I thought it'd be Grio. 
Well, Carrillo is like a charisma vacuum. I love Humberto Carrillo. I think he's a great in-ring worker, but he cannot find a way to connect with these people. It's... He's got to stop dressing like Power Ranger. <laughs> Do you remember the fucking first night on Raw? He had like a long sleeve shirt on underneath like the the white Power Ranger. It was so it was such a bad look. Um, he 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 has the same inconsistencies. Inconsistencies. In, what's the word I'm looking for, Tony? In, insecurities. Insecurities, yeah. Insecurities that I have when I'm trying to wear a sports jersey. I always wear a long sleeve shirt underneath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sucks to be true. I wear my Shaq jersey with a blue, blue, uh, blue one. I think that's even worse. Oh, yeah, because I've been just known for doing things so well. But, like, that makes... I feel like that's calling more attention to the situation than need be. Well, they don't see my side tits. So they're, 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 they're like, hey, that guy's wearing a shirt. That's interesting. No, they're not, they're not seeing, the, they're not seeing the, the, the canyons in between my rolls. <laughs> oh, my God. But, I mean, if you wear a short sleeve shirt, they won't see them. Why do you wear a long sleeve shirt? <laughs> what do you want? Who wears a long sleeve shirt with a basketball jersey? That's <laughs> What are we talking? Okay, this fatal four way match. You can see the orange one I wear at my McGrady jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I look like the fucking sun. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> oh. Wait, is it is it McGrady magic jersey or Rockets jersey? Oh, it's it's a Rockets jersey. You look like a little rocket. <laughs> You look like but it's like the old school Rockets ah, jersey. You look like a literal rocket blasting off. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a picture for you that you're going to love. Oh, my God. But this match was... This match is very good. No pun intended, total nonstop action. <laughs> it was... These, this was a PWG-style match, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but if you're going to have it over one title, that's it. Love the new belt, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I literally... I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to act like they list... that. Triple H listens to this podcast and heard me go off last week about how they need a new belt, but maybe Triple H heard this podcast and got a new belt because I told him to. I doubt it though, but I don't know. They did book something. They did book something else weird. We said that should happen. I forget what it was. I mean, but hey, they 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 care about Swerve, so that's I all that matters. do like how they kept the little hint of purple in there, kind of like to pay homage. That's 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 a cool deal. Um, but yeah, Travis uh, Jordan Devlin hit his like side suplex finish on Swerve. Got the pin. This 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 uh this match made Petey Williams uh, oh, yeah. apologize Tra- for the for the yeah, uh, Travis Banks had a destroyer and it was literally just a transition spot and Petey Petey Williams nearly had an aneurysm. <laughs> so bad. He, tried, he was supposed to be his finisher. I mean it was his finisher. I think it still is. Um But anyway, yeah, I really like this match. Up next, DIY, representing NXT, a newly reunited DIY, John Gargano. Oh, they took care of Swerve, so that was good. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa took on Mustache Mountain, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven. This match went 22 minutes and 57 seconds, but I'd be willing to bet at least 11 minutes of it was pure shenanigans. Oh, yeah, it was nonsense. It was just... I it like was, this match. It, but... was, it was just... There was a solid five minutes of this, so it was just being Gargano... Gargano, Bait, and Chopper being just all jacked up. Yeah, it's all... And then Trent Seven's being a fat fuck. <laughs> I wonder if Trent Seven wears long sleeve shirts under his basketball jerseys. I guarantee Trent Seven does. <laughs> I am kind of... I am kind of... He is built like Walter, but 
Excuse me? But, like, only at the mid section. <laughs> he, Trent, Trent Seven's got them curves. You know, it's, you it's know, just... what, my, you know what my dream match is? Trent Seven versus me? No. Trent Seven versus Shingo Takagi, so we get the circle versus the square. Oh, oh. I want to see which 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 one's going in which peg, which peg and which hole. I want to see I want to see them both run off the ropes and go for a tackle spot and see who goes down. <laughs> Probably Trent Seven. I know he's a vegan, <laughs> which, yeah. which you also call bullshit on. Do you see that fucking guy? He's also old. Like, he's about he's about as much vegan as Guy fucking Fieri. <laughs> okay, he's as much vegan as Joey fucking Chestnut. He's only thirty eight. He's not that old. No, that's not old for wrestling. But I love Trent Seven. He's a don. As you like to call he him, he is a don. He is the he is probably the godfather, the living godfather of the English, of the English mafia, <laughs> the English wrestling mafia, the English wrestling mafia. Um, but yeah, this match was half shenanigans, but once it picked up, it fucking picked up. Um, whole lot of fun, great tag wrestling, cutting off the ring. You have no much idea how much I love that. Yeah, it's tag wrestling one hundred and one. I wish we would see more of it throughout the universe. Um, DIY eventually won with the meeting in the middle. Uh, you know a spot I loved when Bait hit when uh, Trent Seven was holding Champa for the spiral tap, and then Champa pulled Trent Seven on top of him, so he ate, so he ate the spiral tap. It's awesome. And Champa rolled over. That was a great spot. Yeah, it was a great spot. Poor Champa, he got the weight of Trent Seven and Tyler Bate on him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, realistically, it probably should have hurt Champa too, but. Whatever, it's wrestling. Like, like we've said many times, you can't apply perfect logic to wrestling because it just it doesn't work. They took they hit Tyler. They hit Birmingham or twice on Champa, which yeah. is scaring me. Yeah, he hit Tyler Driver on Champa, I believe, or did he hit it on Gargano? I want to say he hit it on Gargano, but I could be I could be mistaken. But this is just good fun. Yeah, good old fashioned fun. I really like this match. I don't know if I'd call it match of the night though because I thought I thought it would be match of the night. But that might have been the main event, which we'll get to in a little bit. <clears throat> oh, yes. But DIY won. Fun match. Um, go check it out. Up next, the one match in the show that I'd call kind of a disappointment. It's just, it's <clears throat> not, it wasn't bad. It's just what they're going up against is so good. Uh, Rhea Ripley defended the NXT Women's Championship against Tony Storm. I'm not going to call it a squash because Tony Storm got offense in. But it kind of feels she like... She suplexed the fuck out of her. It kind of feels like Rhea just beat her. You know what I mean? Like, there was no drama. There weren't really a ton of near falls. Yeah. Rhea just hit her moving one after 10 minutes. That's fine. No, it's, it's fine. That it's just fine. I know this technically isn't a takeover, but it's just not what you expect on a takeover-like show. You know yeah. what I mean? But that's it. They're always surrounded by greatness. Yeah, so Rhea, Rhea Ripley hit her move and one in 10 minutes. It was, it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. It just... It wasn't what I was expecting. It wasn't spectacular. Yeah. So now, what was spectacular? The main event, the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong taking on Imperium, Walter, Fabian Eichner, Marcel Bartel, and Alexander Wolfe. This match went 29 minutes, 52 seconds. Did not feel that long. But Wolfe only lasted about 5 minutes and 42 seconds. That's not an exact timestamp. I just kind of guesstimated there. Yeah. Because he got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, he did. He got... Poor Wolf, I thought he was dead. Yeah, fucking first fish dropped him on his head then kicked him right in the chin. Um, we've heard from Wolf since. Uh, we've heard from Wolf since. He's okay. Yeah. Just um, a little scary. 
So he was taken out of the match very early, and you could tell, like, Bobby Fish didn't know what the fuck to do. Like, the ref just kind of, like, saying, hey, get back in your corner. And Bobby Fish is just standing there very confused. You made a very good point about this, and I'll bring it up in a little bit. Um, so then it turned into four on three, and they basically had to start from scratch. Um, I know you made the joke. I don't know how much of involvement Wolf actually had in the match. But you got to figure he played a decent part in it. Oh, that's a, five, probably at least five minutes. Yeah. Probably at least five more so minutes. So they had to just go out there and do their thing, and what they did was very good. Um, just... I don't even know, like, these eight-mans are tough to, like, how do you describe this match? There's just so much going on. It was great. Walter was phenomenal as usual. Oh, I'll get to him. I know how to describe what he did at the end. That's, <laughs> that's very easy to describe. This was just plain good old wrestling. Eichner is flying all over the fucking place like he weighed Bobby the weight Fish. of a feather. O'Reilly is so goddamn good. Kyle O'Reilly, like a you more, said. A, again, cutting off half the ring. Yeah, that's, O'Reilly and Fish are great. Like, the chemistry those two have together. I know we both said earlier that O'Reilly and Strong's a, probably our preferred tag team, but Fish and O'Reilly just have that chemistry because they've been teaming for so long. They both they 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 both knew how to wrestle each other, and that was important. Adam, I love how they never went on Walter alone. Adam Cole and Walter are superstars. Um, I'd love to see Bartell get, like, a mid-card singles run. I think that'd be very fun. Um, like you said, they never attacked Walter one-on-one. They always made sure they had the numbers. And um, I guess let's just get to the finish. So first, they, all three of them were beating up Walter. Uh, Roderick Strong gave him an angle slam through the announce table, which was super fucking impressive. Then they were beating up um, Marcel Bartel. Kyle O'Reilly hit a knee drop from the top rope onto his knee, which was fucking devastating. Yeah, it looked terrible. Uh, he then put him in a heel hook. Um, Mark Bartel eventually got to the ropes, and then Fabian Eichner came out of nowhere with, like, a triple jump moonsault, which was ridiculous. Um, Adam Cole got tagged in. He uh, tried cutting off Bartel, but Bartel hit an insiguri, made the hot tag to Walter, and then shit was on. Did you mention Walter going through the table? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Walter came in, chopped to Cole. O'Reilly tries to hit him. Walter ducks and chops him in the back. Um, chopped to Fish. Another chop to Cole, which sends Cole reeling. Eventually, uh, eventually, fucking Walter kills. Who did he kill the power bomb? Was it O'Reilly? Uh, or was it Strong? No, because Fish was the finish. Oh, who did he kill with that fucking O'Reilly. power bomb? O'Reilly killed O'Reilly with the power bomb. It, st- it might have been the stiffest power bomb then, I've ever seen. Then hit a giant fucking splash on him. But Adam Cole comes out of nowhere at the last shot. Uh, Imperium breaks it up. They brawl on the outside of the ring. Martel, Mar- uh, Eichner hits like a springboard frog splash to standing opponents, which was fucking crazy. Then That's Bobby. So high. Then Bobby Fish went for a moonsault. He misses. Walter kills him with another power bomb, and Imperium gets the victory. A show would have been an A plus if the women's match did more for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go A minus. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like, just feel like you said the women's match would have been a little better. Probably would have been an A for me, and I guess an A plus for you. But that was Worlds Collide. I really enjoyed it as a show. Um, Phenomenal. It appears because. Uh, they kept talking about the launch of the Worlds Collide franchise, so it appears that this is going to be what we get on big four shows instead of takeovers after SummerSlam, because SummerSlam will reportedly be the last big four show accompanied by a takeover. They're going to start doing these other shows instead, which I enjoyed this show. I'm fine with it. So probably what, one takeover in February 
September and I have no clue what TakeOver schedule is going to be. I assume February and June because last year there was a standalone TakeOver in June. Of course, in three weeks there's one in February. So, yeah, probably. And we know this year there's one. We know this year there'll be one in April for t- for Tampa. There'll be one in August for SummerSlam because those two were already announced and they can't go back on their word. Um, yeah, like WWE would ever false advertise. They would never do that. Yeah, no. Um. So, yeah, that was Worlds Clyde. I enjoyed the show. Me too. Hope they do more of it. Yeah. So, coming the up next. The roster this company has is abs- absurd right now. Coming up next, just like the inferior Buffer brother, we will be ready to rumble. The 2020 Royal Rumble took place on Sunday, January 26, 2020, from Minute Maid Park in Houston, Texas. With a reported attendance, and I stress reported, of 42,715 people. Uh, no matter what the real number is, who gives a shit, the place is fucking packed. And they were a good crowd for the yeah, Rumble. Yeah, they, uh, they were dead at points, but it's a lot. Uh, not during the Rumbles. Women's Rumble, there was, there was some dead spots. Was there, like I said, I have to watch this again because... Yeah, we were in a room full of screaming people. We were, so. in, we were in a room full of very excited wrestling fans in the Turnbuckle Topics Network. So... And my father. Uh, Dave is the most excited of everybody. Said Asuka was going to win the Rumble. He couldn't understand why she wasn't in it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but the opener, not going to lie, I missed 98% of this match. Sheamus took on Shorty G. Went 12 minutes, 35 seconds, and apparently Sheamus won. I can't give you my opinion of it because, like I said. That's Sheamus' whole career in three words. Apparently Sheamus won. <laughs> pretty much. Like I, I couldn't tell you if it was good. I couldn't tell you if it was bad. I couldn't tell you if it was indifferent, but. I can tell you Sheamus won because... He had a win. Yeah, oh, he wasn't going to lose his first match back. No. And then the second match on the pre-show was the United States Championship on the line. Andrade with Zelina Vega took on Humberto Carrillo. Match went nearly 15 minutes. It was a fun little match. Andrade won. As, as he should. He should carry that to at least Mania. Like I said, like I don't... I like Humberto Carrillo as a wrestler, but... There's plenty of other people that could... As a personality, I'd rather watch paint dry than Cesaro. He's worse than Cesaro. Maybe not that extent. Maybe not so, to that extent. But Cesaro at least like ripped his suit off and like he has Cesaro is a weird charisma. The gap, the gap between Cesaro's wrestling talent and his personality is larger than Carrillo's. I don't know about that. Like it, I. But so, Carrillo's not as good as a wrestler. I still think I still think he has a wider gap because like Carrillo, besides having a <laughs> fucking banger of a theme. Has nothing going from the personality. He'd side. be a great territory wrestler. He'd be a great guy in the cruiserweight division. If only they'd. Oh wait, they took him out of that. And they fucking killed it. Um. So it was a fun match. Andrade got the win. Like you said, I think he should carry this title for a while. Um. Yeah, seems like they're all aboard the Andrade train, which I am perfectly cool with. The opener to the proper pay per view, a Falls Count Anywhere match. Roman Reigns took on King Corbin. This went 21 minutes and 20 seconds. I could be mistaken, but I don't think they ever spent a second in the ring. I don't think they did either. But this was good. Smash was fun. This was, was good as shit. They, got, they wrestled all over a baseball stadium. Yeah, they it brawled cool. on top of the dugout. They had different different little different visuals. Camera angles were a little different because where people had to stand. It was it was nice. Like, um, not, I not only noticed this in this match, but I noticed this by some videos people posted on Twitter. That, like, floor space was so vast. Yeah. It was so vast. Well, it's probably the outfield. Yeah, well, it's the whole... Yeah, it's, it's everything. Just, just the outfield. And the infield. Yeah. 
Because the ring didn't take up the whole infield. No, I'm assuming the ring was the pitcher's mound, right? Probably. I don't know for sure, but I just I, that's like the or center. second base. That probably second base is more like that's like more center. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, baseball fit stadium configurations have to be a bitch to figure out. Like football stadiums are usually just like it's usually at least a, a circle. big oval. Yeah, a circle or just two a rectangle. Or, or a rectangle. Yeah, but baseball, but ba- especially like, that one, that's a very weirdly placed. Yeah. There's a hill, and I believe I, I'm not they sure. Got they got rid of the they hill. Got rid of they got rid of the hill when Jim Evans broke too, his nose. Yeah, too many, too many people were getting hurt on it. And then the flag and the flag and pull inside they had, too. There still is a train, though, that goes around yeah. the stadium. That's nice. Um, I wish I got on that train. But, yeah. Matt Bloom would be driving it. It would be the A train. <laughs> we'd be videotaping the pictures, fucking picture and catcher signals. Yes. I'm really upset no one stole a sign from the crowd, though. <laughs> like, imagine if corporate was going around banging on garbage cans and looking at monitors and shit. It'd be phenomenal. Yeah, but I don't, need to, I don't think the WWE wanted to piss off the Astros because they were, like, technically hosting the event. Yeah. So I don't think the WWE... Like, to buy tickets to the Rumble, you had to go to HoustonAstros.com. Did you? So I don't think they wanted to piss off the Astros. No, that makes sense, then. And I'm assuming they'll want to come back, so... Yeah. If this, if this is going to be a stadium show. It appears it will be because the rumors, according to WrestleVotes, is usually reliable at this shit. It'll be in T-Mobile Park in Seattle next year, home of the Mariners. The former Safeco Field? Former Safeco Field. Home of WrestleMania 19. So it appears at least for another year, Rumble will be a stadium show. Of course, Was that the first stadium show? What? WrestleMania 19? Like, what do you mean? As for, like, for WrestleMania? Yeah. No, WrestleMania 3 was in the fucking Pontiac Silverdome. I mean, st- outdoor stadium. Well, it's not outdoor. There's a roof. Is there? Yeah. Oh, I'm wrong, man. You right. think they're going to have a show outside in Seattle in January? Yeah, and they've done crazier things. Like what? That's true. You know what? Fuck me. Let's continue. Um, but it, the first outdoor big stadium show was WrestleMania 24 in the Citrus Bowl down on his Camping World Stadium in Orlando. I don't like all these stadium names. Uh, Camping World Stadium isn't too egregious. I mean, it's the Orange Bowl, though, so it's just, no, go on with that. Like the Orange Bowl. If, like, if they not, renamed, like, it's if they the re- Citrus Bowl. It's not the Orange Bowl. It's the Citrus Bowl. bowl. The Orange Bowl is demolished. If they, if, they re- if they rename, like, the Rose Bowl. The Coliseum, you know, like, what the well, fuck? I don't think I don't think those companies would accept that money. Like, yeah. the fucking Citrus Bowl needed the money, and Camping World offered them the money, and they took it. Okay, cool. Uh, where the fuck were we? Oh, yeah, this match was fun. Uh, Better than I thought it was going to be. Roman put Corbin in a porta potty at one point. Uh, Rude, Rude, Zigman, and the Usos all got involved. Hey, good on the Usos. They took some wild pumps. Yeah, they did. They Either like, Jimmy or Jay, still don't know which one. Flew off, I think it was Jay, flew off yeah. a very big drop for a big splash. The way I tell them apart is their tattoos, and they're both wearing long-sleeve hoodies, so I could not tell them apart. They're on, they're on the train. They're, they're on the train, yeah. Um, so, yeah, eventually Roman Reigns got the win, and, yeah, this match was fun. I, I had no issues with it. Proper and opener. I know Roman and Corbin, a lot of people like to bitch about it. But yeah, I thought it was and will anyway, so. I thought it was fine. Just not going to be the ones. So, up next, the Women's Royal Rumble. I don't know how do you want to go through this because there's thirty there's thirty women. So, how would you like to do this? Well, the members of this rumble in order were Alexa Bliss, Bianca Belair, Mighty Molly, Nikki Cross, Lana, Mercedes Martinez, cool, Liv Morgan, Mandy Rose, Candice LeRae, Sona Deville, Kyrie Sane, Mia Yim, Dana Brooke, Tamina, Dakota Kai, Chelsea Green, Charlotte Flair, Naomi, Beth, Tony Storm, Kelly Kelly, Sarah Logan, Natalia, Zaya Lee for some reason. Zelina Vega, Shashi Blackheart, Carmella, Tegan Knox, Santina Morella, and Shayna Baszler. So now that we it's all out there, what would we talk about in this? Because we have to talk about the winner, but we're going to talk about that for a little bit, a little bit of time. So I think uh, we have to start with Bianca Belair's performance. Over a half hour, eight eliminations, 
Super impressive. Don't you love when you can see the confidence a company has in somebody? Yeah. And we'll get to there in the next Rumble as well. Yeah. Uh, she has a big match coming up at TakeOver in a couple weeks. This is a great way if, like, we always talk about that quote-unquote casual fan. It's a great way to get them interested in TakeOver. Holy shit, this girl had eight eliminations and she's getting ready to fight for the championship at TakeOver? If I don't watch NXT, that's a fucking hook to get me to tune in. Yeah. She was, and she looked great. She looked fucking great. Um, Mighty Molly. It was only ten minutes, but it was cool to see her. And cool to see her not just get immediately thrown out. Cool to see her stick around for a while. see what you're doing, Greg. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love how they have the commentators still call her Molly Holly anyway. That's, that's, that's Shane Helms doing his work backstage, baby. Um, I liked how... I don't think his name is Greg. That was his gimmick name. Yeah. Gregory Helms. Gregory Helms is his gimmick name. So he, his name I don't know why it was his gimmick his, name, his but it was. Name. I think his name is I Shane Gregory, Shane Gregory Helms. Helms. Or his name is Gregory Shane Helms. That, yeah, I'm not sure which. I think his name is Gregory Shane Helms. That's possible. Um... As much as the Liv Morgan and Lana storyline sucks, I like that they had some continuity. And this they, is the place to do that. And they eliminated each other. First, Liv His Morgan. His name is Gregory Shane Helms. Yeah, there we go. That makes sense. Uh, first, uh, Liv Morgan eliminated Lana, and then Lana came back and eliminated Liv Morgan. Um, we got to talk about the Otis Mandy Rose spot. Phenomenal. Uh, Mandy Rose is thrown over the top rope. It looked like she was gone. But she landed on a very soft cushion, and that soft cushion was Otis Dozovich. Just the, Otis now. I was, he will always be Dozer to me. It was that was great. I didn't see it coming. The tongue action on Otis is great. Every oh, time. he's got he's, his mouth game is just phenomenal. And like, it's it's weird because Raw is supremely better than SmackDown right now, but the love storyline on SmackDown is so much better than the love storyline on Raw. <laughs> Like, Otis and Mandy is a legitimate, fun storyline. It is, they're, and they're both great in it. Yeah. Oh, she was just looking great, too. Oh, my God. A lot of these women had their, were, their outfits were on point tonight. Oh, she, she was looking great. Oh, Otis got the look up at that. That was phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, always cool to see Candice LeRae around. Mercedes was a great Mercedes place. Mercedes was cool. She, she got the last eight minutes, got to do her thing. Nice everybody knew who she was. They gave her a nice little spot to who she is. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Your girl Tamina came in lasted 40 seconds. Just My thought we shouldn't. Yeah, you look... ain't nobody meaner than Tamina. I hear you screaming over the mountaintop every day. I do. I wake up right after I wake up to my alarm clock. Metallica is one. Yeah. And uh, Beth Phoenix was awesome. Well, yeah, well, she's talking about her. Real rumble, quick, yeah. She, she got, got busted open pretty early in her run in there. And she held on and she won the final three. 23 goddamn minutes. She was the final three and she looked great. Uh, tough out there for being in that with all that blood. Uh, Tony Storm, I don't know if you saw her post-match interview, but she talked about how her mom would never let her stay up for the Royal Rumble, and like th- no. it meant a ton for her to be in a Royal Rumble. She lasted nearly 20 minutes. Great showing for Tony Storm. Good showing. This was, was fair to say this was the best one of the three of them? I still like I still like 2018. 18? I still like 2018. Maybe I'm biased because I was there. Yeah. But this one wasn't bad by this any means. This one was I. Okay. But, uh, you know, this one was, this you- one was good. But you didn't say 2018 was your favorite, so yeah. I wasn't going to say we were there. This one is cool. Uh, now, let's talk about the winner, because we have to talk about nope, this a little bit. we're skipping something first. Number 29 came Santina Morella. Oh. The internet is very divided by this. Oh, the internet's divided? I would have never fucking guessed. I, I'm with... You're, you're probably going to disagree, but I'm with the side of the internet that says this is... It's just unnecessary. It's a relic of the past, and... The but isn't... The women's division has progressed so much. It, ha- was... it has, but is he any different than Vicky Guerrero being in the first one? Yes, Vicky Guerrero. 
Vicky Guerrero isn't a man. I'm like, I don't mean like, I'm not saying like a Nyla Rose situation. So don't, please don't take it like that. I mean, Santino Morella, Santino Morella is literally a man cross-dressing as a woman in the Women's Royal Rumble. So yes, it's very different. That's fair. Didn't, I thought it was harmless. I mean, it's just, it got a little pop. I got to hear the Billy and Chuck theme. That's why you loved it. And it was, it was a goofy Royal Rumble thing. They happened from time to time. I don't know. I just think that it's, it's, there's supposed to be some at least ridiculousness in the Royal Rumble, and that's the most ridiculous outcome possible. But I thought it was just as ridiculous as Naito and Okada. And you got me. He had a reason to be there. She wanted to be the champ. I, I, I disagree, but I'm not going to argue with you about it. It's, um, it's, it's, it's not meaningful enough to argue about. I just think that spot, even, even though she only lasted a minute and one seconds, that spot could have went to somebody Why else. Why is she any different than Kelly Kelly? Kelly, Kelly's a, Kelly Kelly is not a man in the Women's Royal Rumble. But Santina wrestled as a woman. But she's a... That's not the point, Mike. It is the point. It's not. Uh, it's... Either way, it's, it, was, it was harmless. He didn't eliminate anybody. He didn't, he didn't do anything. He hit the Cobra on himself. Well, Got agree. a little nice little pop from the crowd. Agree to disagree. All right. Now, let's, can we talk about the winner, please? Yeah. The person who won this fucking thing? Yeah. It was Charlotte. Now, even more controversial for, for the internet... No, no, it's not. Charlotte, it's not more controversial than a fucking man in the Women's Royal Rumble. Char- Charlotte Flair won this match, and I thought she was the right choice. Yeah, I mean, especially with Sasha not being cleared and being injured, like, I guess the only two logical choices would have been Charlotte or Shayna, and, you know, Charlotte just kind of leaves things wide open because she could go to SmackDown and face Bailey, she could stay on Raw and face Becky, I mean, it's happened before where she could lose her spot at Elimination Chamber and not even go to WrestleMania at all. Yes. It's wide open. You could, you know. And now here is why I agree with people. It's like, oh, she always gets fucking pushed. when she always wins. Well, somebody, have somebody be better as good as her. Okay? Like, there's, there's a reason people, we have top guys and top girls in wrestling. They're going to win more. You can't have people, random people, people win all the time. I still can't believe you compared Santina to Kelly Kelly. Where did that come Can from? I, I'm never going to have a serious argument here. Hold on. Not argument. I'm saying a serious point. When, I'm not going to lie, the women's division, specifically the Raw women's division, has, has been weird on direction lately. So when your, cart, when, when your cart is going out of direction, what do you do? You strap it to your best, most healthy horse. She can fix this. Let her do it. Let the long term play out. It was a right decision. I'm sorry that Kyrie Sane didn't fucking win, but there's a reason we have top guys and top girls, and they're going to win more than the not top guys and top girls. You can make people other ways. We don't need to shut up about that. Any rebuttal? No. Am I right? You got an argument. I could see the argument against it too, though. I don't. See, like I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm more inclined to let things play out before I judge it. Like I said, maybe someone, maybe Shayna says, "I'll face you one on one elimination chamber. If I win, I go to WrestleMania." Maybe Shayna beats her. You know maybe. what I mean? So, like, let's let's see what happens first. Let it play out. Yeah, like the men's Royal Rumble is a different story because Drew already eliminated Brock, so we think it's pretty clear where he's going to WrestleMania. So that one's kind of set in stone. This one, it's like it's open. We don't know what's gonna happen yet. So let's let's see where it goes before we. Hop on and judge it. Correct. But I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed most everything about it except the Santina thing, but whatever. Like you said, it was a minute. I wouldn't say it was harmless, but it was only a minute at least. Yeah. And, yeah, it was fun rumble. So up next, the SmackDown Women's Championship on the line. Bailey took on Lacey Evans, 
And Lacey Evans' character work had been so great lately that I was really looking forward to this match. But I was kind of disappointed. It was kind of just a nothing match. It was, there. It was, it was just, just... It's hard to do matches on the Rumble um, like you, unlike you used to because they can't be that spectacular anymore. It was just a match to fill 10 minutes and Bailey got the win. And... It was a SmackDown match. Yeah, it was so a it was. TV match on pay-per-view. Wasn't bad, wasn't good. Um, I think it just shows Lacey Evans still isn't ready for the big time. She's still got work to do. She's getting there, though. I love her. Love her, love her, love her as a baby face. Character work is fantastic. She's pretty much got that figured out. She just has to figure out the in-ring stuff a little more. Up next, a strap match for the Universal Championship. And I was the opposite on this. I wasn't looking forward to this match at all. And then I, I kind of enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun match. Um, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, took on Daniel Bryan. Went 17 minutes and 35 seconds. Your thoughts? Doesn't it just prove more and more Daniel Bryan's one of the best wrestlers of all time? Yeah. Every day. This match was great. I enjoyed this. I wouldn't say great. It was fun. I enjoyed this so much. Bryan took a beating with the strap. The right person won. You know, I don't know if it was Ron or Gil, but someone had a good point. Like you said, all the Turnbuckle Topics members were here except Chris. It really does feel like they did this just to get the jump on AEW. Because they're doing the lashes on Wednesday. Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't hear yeah. that statement. Yeah, because they're doing the lashes on Wednesday. And, like, now Daniel Bryan got whipped so much. When Cody gets whipped ten times, it's going to be like, that was nothing. I just watched Daniel Bryan get his ass beat with a strap. So it does feel like they did this to get the jump on AEW. Let's go! Look at you, the impartial journalist. I'm impartial. You're not. You're the furthest thing from impartial. But that's all right, because I need someone to argue with, so it's fine. Um, I am a homer. But this match was fun. I loved... uh, Bray Wyatt countering the running knee into the fucking Sister Abigail when Brian was running and he uh, he caught him in midair. Um, what am I looking at? The Beth thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was brutal. Yeah, that was that was the wild spot. Yeah. I don't know who to congratulate more on that. I don't know who did most of that work, but it was impressive. I'd congratulate the ring post. Yeah. I think the ring post did most of the work. Fucking busting her ass. No, I meant the 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 Sister Abigail spot. Oh oh, I thought we were still talking about Beth. No. Oh my bad. Oh yeah. I mean, the timing was perfect, and Bray had to catch him, and he caught him. Yeah. I, I mean, Daniel Bryan isn't the fucking big show, but he's still a 200-pound grown man that you got to fucking... Coming at you rather quickly. Yeah. So that spot was really cool. This, this was good. This was, the Fiend's matches get better and better. I think he's figuring out. Figuring I just, out. I just think it's, you can't do much with him match-wise because that's the character, but it's fine. Like... What he lacks in five-star matches, he makes up for in character work. In six-star character work. Yeah. So, I enjoyed this. I know people are going to have their opinions, and people want Daniel Bryan and New Japan Pro Wrestling getting dropped on his head. And you know what? It would have been cool to see Daniel Bryan mix it up with those guys. But I think for his health. I also like him, so. But, I mean, people can make the argument that with the WWE schedule, it's just as dangerous because, obviously, New Japan works a lot less dates than WWE does. That'd be the argument. Yeah, would, so I could so I could see the argument, but I. He still, seems perfectly happy. Yeah, with that's what I mean. Like, let the guy live his life. Now, probably to the best uh, non-rumble match of the night. Yeah, Becky Lynch defended against Oscar with Kyrie Sane. This match went 16 minutes and 25 seconds. Really fun match. Um, I don't know if you saw Becky on backstage last week, but she basically said that like. She said, I don't feel comfortable talking inside baseball about current storylines, but I really want to make Asuka look like a monster because that's what she is. And I thought for the majority of this match, Becky did. Asuka looked like a killer. Um, then, of course, Becky overcame the odds. Asuka went for the mist after the ref got a little 
grazing blow, and Becky basically kicked kicked Asuka in the gut. The mist went flying up in the air and somehow landed in her own face, <laughs> and Becky was able to capitalize and get the win. I thought this was a fun match. It was. I really, really liked the finish of it. The finish was creative. Because the story, I've never seen that before. And Asuka had been getting the better of her with the mist for like the past month and a half, and so she Becky finally, was ready. And she finally, she knew as soon as the ref was distracted that the mist was coming, and she booted her in the gut, and the mist went f- flying, and it was, yeah, I liked the finish too. I enjoyed it. Probably the best of the three. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. So now the Men's Royal Rumble, like we did last time, we will go through all the entrants and give our thoughts. Um, so number one was obviously Brock Lesnar. We knew that going in. Two was Elias. Three was the Vintner. Four was Robert Roode. Five, John Morrison. Oh. Six, Kofi Kingston. Seven, Rey Mysterio. Eight, Big E. Nine, Cesaro. Ten, Shelton Benjamin. Eleven, Shinsuke Nakamura. Twelve was Montel Vontavious Porter. Thirteen, Keith Lee. Fourteen, Braun Strowman. Fifteen, Ricochet. 16, Drew McIntyre, 17, The Miz, 18, AJ Styles, 19, Dolph Ziggler, 20, Carl Anderson, 21, the big one, Edge, 22, King Corbin, 23, Matt Riddle, 24, Luke Gallows, 25, Randy Orton, 26, Roman Reigns, 27, Kevin Owens, 28, Aleister Black, 29, Samoa Joe, and 30, Seth Rollins. Where's Seth? Oh, he never got it was 10. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, he won So a lot went on in this match. Yeah, so I guess let's just start from the beginning because we yeah. got a lot to talk about in this one. So Brock came out of number one, then Elias came out of number two. He sang a song about sacrificial yeah, land, Eli- phenomenal. Elias knew he was fucked. He refused to get in the ring until Brock <laughs> finally ran him down after almost seen, tearing his ACL. I've never seen Brock move so fast. He got out of that ring in a hurry. He he now may have he may have passed Braun Strowman for the most unathletic run by an athletic man because that run like he almost tore his ACL getting out of the ring. I think he slipped. That was that was that was bad. But he caught Elias, threw him in the ring, and threw him out after a minute. <laughs> then the poor Vintner came down, and when Chris talks about his guys that lasting ten seconds or less, he'll have another one to add to the list because the Vintner was disposed of in eight seconds. Uh, Brock should have stole the cage. That would have been perfect. <laughs> I'd have it bite him too. Yeah, he'd never open it. Next, Robert Roode came out, and he was disposed of in forty-one seconds. Then John Morrison came out, the grand return, and he's another one you could add to the 10 seconds in under club. My only problem with this match. That couldn't be anybody else. I know. I, that couldn't be anybody else. The spot was spectacular. They probably wanted him for that yeah, spot. Yeah, that's true. They probably wanted him for that spot because he took that fucking suplex like a champ. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. It's a good way to break everything below your hips. It was the first time I ever saw a like 450 elimination. Like He did like a 450 splash to the floor almost, except he landed on his feet. Which is even more impressive. Right, exactly. So then at number six, Kofi Kingston came in and lasted a whopping five minutes and six seconds against Brock. Great pop for Kofi. Kofi yeah. got some offense in. Yeah. Kofi got some offense in. I really like this because now they started bringing out fucking uh, all of Brock's enemies. Kofi came out. He lasted. Then Rey Mysterio came out. And then Big E came out. And they triple teamed him for a while. Eventually, Brock got the better of all three of them. Um at least Kofi got somewhat a little bit of revenge. Like, he came in the ring and immediately jumped at him like he did when he lost his title. I'm like, oh, no, they're going to do it again. <laughs> they're going to piss off the internet even more. But thankfully, Kofi got at least a little bit of offense in. Number nine was Cesaro, who was quickly disposed of, and that made me sad. Number ten was Shelton Benjamin, and this was a highlight. This was fantastic. This was a highlight because Shelton came out. First, Paul Heyman shook his hand and, like, he said, go reunite with your partner, Brock. 
And so Shelton gets in. Brock is hyped to see him. They're like, all right, let's get the next guy. The, 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 the Minnesota stretching crew, stretching crew uh, pose, and yeah. Brock said... Uh, Brock said, uh, all right, fuck it. You're going over, Shelton. <laughs> Brock let him last 37 seconds and then disposed of him. Next came, I don't know if you know this, but Shinsuke Nakamura is the Intercontinental Champion. You know how long he lasted against Brock? I don't know, somewhere around 20 seconds. 20 seconds, yeah. But I get what they're doing. Yeah, no, it's fine. I thought it was a great idea. Oh, I, I love the actual idea. I just wish they would have used more geeks, not like your Intercontinental Champion, you know. But, but like, if, if it was anybody else, I wanted to use more geeks, but it's Brock. So, I mean, he's like the most legit person ever. I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. It's just, I don't know. I don't like I don't like the idea of burying your champions, but, you know, it is what it is. But if, you, if you're going to be buried by anybody, you want to be buried by Brock. Yeah, but you don't want to be buried by anybody. That's no, the point. I know. Up number 12 was Montel Vantavius Porter, MVP. And this produced perhaps my favorite moment of the match, which was Brock Lesnar jiving to MVP's music. It was awesome. Brock Lesnar, when he's having a good time, is one of the best people alive. Oh, yeah. Like, I love Brock Lesnar. Me too. I love Brock Lesnar. He's a, he's a great professional wrestler, and he's a gang, damn good entertainer. Yeah. Uh, but MVP was dispatched of rather quickly in 24 seconds. And this one I'm perfectly okay with, because MVP probably got a nice payday to come and do this. Gonna... Well, I guess he can do a couple matches, too. Probably, yeah. I'm assuming... Of course, we record on Mondays. I'm assuming Edge kicks off Friday night. Either him or Drew. Him or Drew. Because we don't know what brand Edge is going to be on yet. Of course, the rumor is he's facing Orton at WrestleMania. That's the rumor that Dave Meltzer reported today. But, you know, plans change, pal. So, maybe he'll be on SMAP. Maybe they want Edge on Fox. Like, we don't know what brand he's going to be on yet. So, okay. I guess... You know what? That's true. I didn't even think about that. So, I guess let's wait and see. But I think if Edge is going to be a Raw guy, he will 1,000% be on Raw tonight. So... He's a SmackDown guy through, through and through, though. He is Mr. SmackDown. Him and Taker are Mr. SmackDown. Yeah. So. And Mrs. SmackDown. And I could see Fox saying, oh, we want this guy. Who's this guy? Edge? You think we know him? What does that mean? We don't know him. We don't know this guy. But up next was uh, 13, Keith Lee. And boy, oh boy. I may have got a little hard when I saw Keith Lee walking into the ring and Brock Lesnar was waiting there. Oh, yeah. It was, it was wild. And Brock, again being phenomenal yes goes big boy <laughs> he's just he's like was great like i i know i get why people don't like brock but brock is great man and he did keith did not get disposed of immediately and like people want to call brock lazy but brock lasted 26 minutes in this match and did a lot of work he took a bump yeah he took he, he, he took, he took a, a claymore he took a claymore kick over the top rope he took a pounce keith lee got knocked him down yeah, Keith Lee mounted some offense. Enough offense for number 14 to come in, which was Braun Strowman. A lot of beef in this match at this point. Yes. Um, so Braun came in. He got the better of him for a little bit. He ran outside. He did the little all run around the ring and knock you down to Keith Lee. Keith Lee did not sell it. <laughs> no, Keith Lee didn't sell it. Keith Lee moved it just a little bit. Keith Lee, like, went down to a knee, but he did yeah. not. He didn't Like, a lot of people take the fucking flip bump when Braun runs into them. Keith Lee wasn't having that. So... Eventually, Brock dumps them both when number 15 comes in, and it's Rick O'Shea. Rick O'Shea. So, Ricochet lasts enough time to get another guy in there, and it is Drew McIntyre, who was not only the winner, but it was also the Iron Man at 34 minutes and 11 seconds. So, Drew comes in, Ricochet hits, Ricochet, he didn't take Brock to dick kick, said he. He did hit him with a low blow, though. Uh, Fortunately, it wasn't a kick, so didn't take him to dick kick, said he. But then Drew McIntyre hit Brock with the Claymore over the top rope. And then shit then, got real. And then he quickly disposed of Ricochet in embarrassing fashion. Yes. But shit got real. They had to stare down. 
and Brock called him a bitch. Yeah, Brock refused to leave for like the next five minutes. I thought he was gonna kill everybody. He was just he was just standing there for like five minutes, just staring a hole through Drew McIntyre's soul. I didn't even mean, I didn't even mean to rhyme that, but I did. It looked phenomenal. Up next was the Miz. Twenty nine holes for twenty nine souls. I the first time I heard that I laughed. No, he he. The first time he said it was in his feud with Brock, and he said I've been digging holes and taking souls for years, and I lost it. Seventeen was the Miz. He lasted thirty seconds. Um, whatever. He's with Maurice. I would too. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. I'll give you credit there. I hope you're proud of that one. I a little bit of yeah. Number 18 was AJ Styles, and now the ring finally started to fill up a little bit. Nin- the, good old, the good old rumble pouring. 19 was Dolph Ziggler. Number 20, Carl Anderson. Nice, impressive 10-minute showing for him. And then? 21. 21? What's 9 plus 10? 21? You stupid. Then, the greatest entrance theme in the history of entrance theme plays. Edge had his smoke. The place exploded. Um, and do you want to do you want to talk about just the lyrics of that song for a little bit and just like they they had an extra special meeting last night about two nights ago he's been defeated and knocked down no this the lyrics go another chance to chase a dream another chance to feel alive whoa, whoa. <laughs> and yeah Edge is back he's got one more run in his term uh he signed a three-year contract he exploded the place um and he like, looked shocked that everybody was that loud. He just, he, I, wonder, I just want to know what he was feeling. I, if you could bottle that feeling and sell it, everyone would be getting high off it. Yeah. Um, but he yeah, looks like he's in great shape. I'm happy he's healthy. A little blown up, but you got to expect that when the man hasn't wrestled in seven years. I mean, he went 23 minutes. It's not easy to go 23 minutes it's after. almost nine years, right? Yeah, 2011, nine years. Almost April 2011 will be yeah. nine years, yeah. That's just wild. I feel like that was yesterday. Yeah, so very cool to see Edge back, and I can't wait to see what he does next. Um, I'm super excited, and I'm just so happy. I hate when guys don't get to finish things out on their terms. Yeah, no, me either. This is this is a business. Let him go out. Even if he wrestled the three, like if you signed a three-year, five-match deal. Like even this. if this Rumble is just it, at least he would got to go out on his terms. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just happy he gets one more run on his terms. Hopefully he stays safe during the dur- duration of the run. They'll keep him safe. Um, obviously, they wouldn't have cleared him if he wasn't ready. Um, reportedly, he got cleared by an independent doctor, too. And that's where... Because he wasn't toxic at AEW. Multiple people have reported it. So, who knows if that played into the decision with WWE to clear him. Probably did. Probably did. But he's back. And it's awesome. Yes, it is. So, number 22 was King Corbin. Uh... 23, Matt Riddle. Only lasted 41 seconds, eliminated by King Corbin. Heat magnet Corbin. Internet was big mad about this. But if you remember, it's what Corbin does. Last year, he eliminated Peter Dune. And Corbin just doesn't like NXT, guys. He told Apollo Crews to go back to Ring of Honor, even though Apollo <laughs> Crews never was in Ring of Honor. I really wish he yelled at Matt Riddle and told him, like, go back to Dragon Gate. <laughs> Would have been awesome. Or go back to Ring of Honor. Yeah, but he has to come up with new ones. Go back. Where, what go else? back to Noah. Go back to Noah, yeah. 24 was the big LG, Luke Gallows. Face painted the fuck. 25, Randall Keith. 26, the big dog, Roman Reigns. Um, then 27, Kevin Owens came in, took everybody to Stunner City. Uh, 28 was Aleister Black. He came in and 
This is my one fear. I'm like, please keep Alistair Black away from Edge because Edge does not need to eat any of those knees or kicks. Nope. Which they did. Like, I know they're going to be smart with Edge, but it's just, like, it's... The hum- worry's there. It's human tendency. The like, worry's You're there. worried about the guy. Uh, Especially someone as prominent as him. 29 was the Samoan man named Joe. That's not Roman Reigns. And 30 was Seth Rollins, and this was awesome because he brought his whole posse. <laughs> they have matching gear now. That's that's every stable should. Yeah, he brought, he brought, he brought Buddy, Aikam, and Razor. Do you hear me, Inner Circle? Get matching gear. I don't want to see their matching gear. I do not want to see their matching gear. Jericho's gonna get Jericho's gonna get the fucking all seeing eye tattoo right in his fucking midriff, and I don't, I don't want to see that either. Fat drunk bastard. So Seth Rollins came in, he started cleaning house. He got rid of uh, Samoa Joe. He got rid of Alistair Black. He got rid of Kevin Owens with help from Akam and Razor, who were not official participants in the match. I love how that's noted. <laughs> Me too. Um, then Seth, everyone started ganging up on Seth. He turned to his buddy Roman, asked him to help. Roman did not help. No, he offered the fist, and then Superman punched him. Yes. Um, Drew McIntyre got rid of Seth. And we came down to Randall Keith, Edge, Roman Reigns, and Drew McIntyre. Edge dumped Randy. Edge was dumped by Roman. Then Roman and McIntyre basically repeated the Shinsuke spot from two years ago. Yeah. Except instead of a Kinshasa, it was a Claymore. Poor Roman, man. He's a selfless motherfucker when it comes to Royal Rumbles. Let's not act like the guy's not going to be in the Universal title match. Like, you know what I mean? He's still yeah, getting yeah. his big WrestleMania but match. still, I'm still, what is this, his sixth, his sixth Royal Rumble that he's second in? Third. 2014, 2017, fourth. 2018 and 2020. So fourth. Yeah. That's, that might be a record. He's Phil Mickelson. <laughs> Except he's won multiple world titles and is a Grand yeah. Slam champion and has done everything there is to do in this business. Joe, Phil Mickelson is just not winning the US Open. Fucking Roman won. Roman main evented four WrestleManias in a row. Yeah. Like, he's done everything there is to do in the business. Big Show. Big Show has a couple second place finishes, too. He has he? three off the top of my head. Oh, two. Oh, uh, 2000, 2000 with The Rock and 04 with Benoit. Yeah. yeah. I, don't think it, I, think, I don't think it was 02. I think it was. Because 02 is Triple H and Angle. Oh, you're right. I was but, thinking of The Rock. Was, yeah, that was, that was, uh, 2000 and 2004 at Benoit. Benoit, good old Benoit. Well, they did, they did the, they did the spot. They just they did the Rock over again. No, no, no. no they did the, they did like the get the choke. Yeah, he choked him out. Yeah, which I just realized they did that last year at Rollins and Braun. Except Braun landed on the apron, and then Rollins curb stomped him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was the 2020 Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, Anything else you want to discuss? You want to discuss... So people are torn on this one. I see a lot of people saying it's one of the better rumbles in history. I see a lot of people saying the first half absolutely ruined it, which I disagree with. I thought, listen, let me let me break this down. I, I know you have a lot to say on this, so let me go first. Brock tossing out half the field made the moment when McIntyre eliminated him even better. Because He's the fucking champion! Mm. Well, that's a whole other argument. A lot of people are like, why is the champion in the Rumble? Because he's Brock. Because whatever the fuck he does. You look at that man. You look at him and you tell him to do anything. And if he does not do it, argue with him. I want you to do it. Um, but do you not agree that, like, Brock destroying half the field made... It like, was great! Drew, it was fucking great! Drew being the guy to eliminate him was like, oh, shit. Yes! He took out the guy who's been taking everyone out. The prophecy's coming through. And, and, True. And with Ricochet hitting the low blow first, it's like... Well, he didn't really he didn't really do it clean, so it still leaves that oh, shadow of doubt. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's good. Yes, it's good. He didn't do a clean. Yes, if he did a clean, why even fight at WrestleMania? He already beat yeah. the guy. Yeah, 
You're right. It, it was genius. It was yes, great. Yes, it was, it was well booked. Brock, you, tell, you don't tell me Brock can beat any of these guys in 10 seconds, 11 seconds that he eliminated? If it was a shoot fight? Well, if it was a shoot fight, he beat everyone. Like, that's not fair to say. But no, but no I'm just saying. Fair. You can't. No, 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 no. That's not my argument. Like that. You're making a different argument. It's at least believable. Didn't ruin it. Yeah. Brock was great the entire time. Yeah. It was, it made, uh, you're right, it made McIntyre's uh, elimination of him better. So, I mean, if it's a shoot fight, he's probably taken down everybody in this Rumble except maybe Riddle and Joe in less than 25 seconds. Yeah. And he'd still probably beat Riddle and Joe, just yeah. take him longer. Yes. So saying, like, if this is a... I don't like that argument, but I get what you're saying. I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I also enjoyed it. No, it was, it was good TV. It was different. Yeah. Everybody's like, well, I do the same thing every day. No, something it was, different I, than it's never no. been... There's never been a Royal Rumble Let's like grade this. this on two different... Let's grade this on two different scales. Okay. We're going to grade the Royal Rumble matches by themselves, then the pay-per-view as a whole. Okay, so the Women's Royal Rumble, I'll give a B-. minus. It was solid, but it was nothing. I special. meant just no, both Royal Rumbles. Oh, well, so just like the match, the Royal Rumble matches. Well, the men's, the men's, I'm giving an A plus. Yes, and me the too. women's, I'm giving a B minus. So was it? I guess that averages out to a B. I'm going. I'm going. A, no, no, no. We'll just do oh. the way you're doing. Okay. A plus, a, a plus, B plus. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. A plus, A plus for the men's. Thought it was creative. It was a different way to do a rumble, and I thought it was great. And the right person won. That cannot be specified yeah, I, enough. I love the men's rumble. I yeah. don't know if it's my favorite of all time, but it's up there. I really love the men's rumble. And like I don't know. I, I liked Brock running through everybody. I, I would have I would I wouldn't have put Shinsuke in there because he's the Intercontinental Champion. I would have traded why couldn't we have traded Shinsuke with Luke Gallows? Or Anderson. Or Anderson. Or Ziggler. No. I I'd give the Zigman some room. Zigman needed to be there to take that spear. You're right. Or the Miz. So I couldn't the Miz literally lasted thirty seconds. Why couldn't we trade the Miz and Nakamura? Yep. But I, in the grand scheme of things, that's a nitpick. Yeah. I love the Men's Rumble. Me too. It was great. I'm going to watch it when you leave. Women's Rumble was fine, but it was nothing special. Yeah. It was, I, it was good. I, 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 I thought there was some good stuff in there. No, well, oh, there was certainly good stuff in it, but I don't even think it's in the top 15 Rumble matches of all time. Well, I mean, I'll have to watch it again. It was, it was fine, but it was... Yeah, had, so we, we were also drinking and had the money on the line, so like, it seemed... Oh, yeah. I won, I won money on this Royal Rumble, so it's technically the greatest Royal Rumble of all time. Um, St. Saudi? It was in Indiana. Gary, Gary's Gary, Indiana, Gar- The Gary Municipal Auditorium. The Jackson 5 Municipal Auditorium. Um, Fuck yeah. you, Ron. Just something else. <laughs> I really like the, I really like Bianca's performance. That was impressive. Um, I don't mind Charlotte winning. Like I said, there's a lot of possibilities. And um, I don't know why people are pissed about the greatest women's wrestler of all time winning a women's Royal Rumble match. Shayna coming in and cleaning house in less than five minutes was awesome. And she was protected in the, in, in the, uh, in the uh, elimination as well. Yeah. I hated the Santina thing, but that was only a minute long, so I'm not going to penalize it too much for that. And, yeah, it was a fine Royal Rumble. It was whatever. It was fine. Uh, the men's Royal Rumble, like I said, was perfection. Yep. And what's your grade for the pay-per-view as a whole? I'm going to go B. Uh, B+. plus. Bailey and Lacey kind of drug the grade down. That was just like we, like we just came off of a very fun women's Royal Rumble, and then we went to that. It was just kind of a downer. Mm-hmm. So that's our thoughts on the Royal Rumble. The road to WrestleMania is on. Uh, next, I'm week, happy, excited for Raw last night. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for Raw last night too. It's a nice fresh start. Next week we'll have a. Uh, couple new beginning shows we'll have to review. Back to New Japan next week. 
We got Moxley and Suzuki on tap. That'll be a fun one. Um, we got Naito and Kenta. Looking forward to that one. That'll be a fun one. So some New Japan next week. Change it up from the from the norm. Yeah, and maybe we'll do a list next week. Yeah, yeah that we'll see. And then, of course, takeovers in a couple weeks, three weeks. Then the next WWE main roster pay-per-view will be Saudi Mania, Super Showdown, Thursday, February 27th. So, wow. So they're, so they're having Super Showdown, February 27th, and Elimination Chamber is March 8th. Yep. Oh, my God. I hope there's two separate I, – okay, oh, I hope they don't – there's going to be like one week of build the chamber, probably. I, I don't know. You don't need much to build the chamber, though. I guess that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can, you can build a chamber two weeks before and not need to do it to everybody in the ring spot. Yeah. So, coming up, we'll give our uh, socials to everybody on the network. I butchered that phrase, but it's whatever. Um, yeah. Just stay tuned for the outro. Thank you for tuning in to our wonderful Royal Rumble and Worlds Collide review. Um, you could check all of us out on social media Mondays. It's Top of the Rope Wrestling Radio, CBS Baltimore uh, Radio. It's Gil. You can find him at Kuda underscore Junior. And he came out last night with the rest of the boys except Chris. Um, Tuesdays is us, Champions Vanish, at Champions Pod. Wednesdays, the Bearded Wrestling Podcast with at Bearded Chris P, Chris Panero. Thursdays, it is the Rundown with at Ron underscore Musto underscore Junior and at Lens Be Honest X. And follow the entire network on the Twitter machine at TT underscore for you. And make sure to subscribe to the Turnbuckle Topics YouTube page. Trying to grow that. It's one of our big goals for 2020. You get to see my face and you guys will not miss that. And he's wearing a basketball jersey without a long sleeve shirt. So if you want to see some side boob, that's the place to go check it out. And we will be back next week. Like I said, uh, all we really know what we'll be doing was the New Japan stuff. Like Mike said, maybe we'll have a list of some kind. I don't know. We'll figure it out. See you. Stay beautiful. Stay sexy. And we hope you have a tremendous week.